Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome, citizen, to the second episode of the Liberty Critical Research Podcast. As your media director, it is my duty to inform you that the following story may contain content some listeners may find disturbing. This podcast has been labeled explicit and is intended for mature audiences. If you feel that at any point you are uncomfortable with the presented media, please terminate your broadcast. Otherwise, stay tuned and remember, Atreus endures. In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe, it's vital for Pura's existence that people rally behind the purpose of the city, and Demetria Lopez, head of the city's public relations, tirelessly promotes its idyllic image. But when she stumbles on a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. District 11 being so far away. Do you walk much, Dr. Kovsky, or do you simply take the sky rail? Hmm. Welcome to our District 11 facility, Dr. Kovsky. While you will not be here long, the information we pick up from your dead drops will be collected and stored here. As you probably understand, the DFR operates with the utmost security and discretion. So, sadly, many of our facilities are underground. So, is this the facility with the secret underground army? No, Dr. Kovsky. Not this one, but your military outfit is located here. After all, this is a small facility. Degenerate. Stealing my pumpkin? I told you I wanted pumpkin. Well, you're getting chicken. Everyone else here loves pumpkin just as much as you do. Even Tongs. Right, Tongs? It's Mrs. Tongs, Officer Jalo. Hey, Tongs. Mm. Tongs, maybe you can help settle this. I called dibs in the pumpkin. Now they're telling me that I have to have chicken. They say it's not fair because I had pumpkin this morning. But I was the first one awake. They could have had pumpkin if they woke up as early as I did and completed nearly as much work. Dr. Kovsky, this is your protective entourage. Officers, please introduce yourselves to Dr. Kovsky. So this is science, man. Officer Severus Jungfist, close quarters. Officer Decima Jalo, pointman. Officer Kato Patel, interface specialist. 
Senior Investigator Gradius Rodriguez, combat medic with previous experience working in the Fringe. Okay, I guess that's fine. Uh, hi. I'm Dr. Martalo Kovsky. I work in the fields of social engineering and psychological health. I'm glad to know I'll have a talented team. Watching my back? And front? And sides? We will be having a special briefing with information provided by Senior Investigator Rodriguez at 1000 hours. All of you should finish eating before the briefing. Pumpkin or no pumpkin, Officer Jungquist. Can we interest you in any meal, Doctor? We've got everything. Chocolate included. Don't worry, it's not our ration. It's stocked from this facility. Sure. I'll have a tofu. Oh, living large, are we? Nervous stomach. Sweet, sour, salty, savory. Mm. You seem like the savory sort. Catch. Thanks. So, Cato, did you hear? Long's West is starting his own monthly broadcast. What's it gonna be about? Not sure. Ads for it are pretty vague. I don't see why people like that kid so much. I mean, what... what does he actually do? Well, he was born to the West family. Did anyone hear how much that new privacy hood is supposed to cost? Yeah, about three months' pay. Unless you're a close quarters specialist. They're not buying it, I was just curious. They'll probably be debugging it for at least a year. <laughs> yeah, never buy those things at launch. So, um... So I was curious. Have any of you been out there before? Rodriguez has. Not many people are assigned to the fringe, and fewer come back. That's why we've got Rodriguez. And weapons. And you. You speak their language or something, right? Uh... Dr. Kofsky has made great strides in the field of theoretical social engineering of fringer populations. Theoretical? I assure you that Dr. Kofsky is the best in his field. But enough talk. Senior Investigator Rodriguez, would you begin the briefing? Tomorrow we will be outfitting ourselves to appear as fringers before leaving through an access tunnel into the southern fringe. Dr. Kofsky and Officer Jalo are still required at this time to receive the dual citizen mark which will be taken care of following this briefing. When we exit the tunnel and finally arrive in the southern fringe, it is my personal recommendation that we begin by moving southeast, but this is to the discretion of Dr. Kofsky and what he believes is best for the mission. During the duration of the mission, it is my recommendation that inter-party communication is maintained at a minimal level of volume so your unique accent is not noticed by fringers, which would draw attention. Are any fringer accent audio recordings available? No. Additionally, I recommend that we elect an individual within our unit to appear as the leader of our group that isn't Dr. Kovsky. I recommend Jungfist or myself based on stature alone, as stature means more to fringers than you would suspect. Sorry, Jungfist. No offense taken. I'm voting for Rodriguez as well. Do you know their accent, Rodriguez? There are literally hundreds of local dialects. I'm very familiar with three or four and can reproduce them when needed. Could you say something for us right now in Fringer? I'm serious. Perhaps after the briefing. Furthermore, I suggest keeping all valuables like meal, water canisters, and operational equipment out of sight. I also strongly advise against taking anything with you that you don't mind getting stolen, broken, or that would attract attention. You're going to see things in the fringe, indecent things. Though every cell in your body will wish to help prevent some of the atrocities we are set to witness, know that we cannot. Just remind yourself that these are not people. They're fringers. Creatures incapable of altruism, trust, or compassion. It is common to see fringers eating fringers. A severed foot has the worth of pork. While they are violent, attacks generally occur only when they are provoked. 
Provoking can include stepping into the wrong place at the wrong time, doing the wrong thing around the wrong individuals, having the wrong things in the right place, saying the wrong thing in general, and looking like an easy target. The rules are many. For instance, eye contact is generally bad outside of a building, but only within certain groups. Symbolism is more important than you ever thought before. An empty bullet casing embedded in a doorway means that the room is probably occupied by violent raiders who don't want to be bothered. Most of my knowledge is limited to the eastern fringe, so there will undoubtedly be variants, which is what we're there to document. Another thing to take note of will be the constant changes in pressure and temperature. Unlike Atreus, the fringe does not have constant regional atmospheric control. These changes can make you dizzy, make you vomit, cause nosebleeds, and make your ears pop. You might not know what make your ears pop means just yet, but I can promise you that it's only a mild discomfort associated with atmospheric pressure changes. I regret that I am unable to give you additional information, as the fringe is vastly inconsistent and varied even on a local level. <clears throat> Are there any additional questions? Will we move in standard formation? I would strongly advise against it. So, if feet are pork, what's pumpkin? I've seen them do some rather fancy things with intestines. What is the easiest way to identify a threat, and do we have an interpersonal signal for when to engage diplomatically versus combatively? First, everything in the fringe is either capable of fighting or is closely guarded by such. Second, we should establish words that indicate an upcoming conflict or some form of immediate danger in a given situation. In the past, I've used a scale of sweet, savory, salty, and sour. Sweet means diplomatic, sliding up to sour, which means everything is about to hit the gutter. You'll find that with Fringer dialect, these words can easily be slipped into a sentence. Are there any particularly obvious cultural taboos? While our upcoming mission will give us this information, I found that in the Eastern Fringe, they tend to hate Atrians, so don't compromise our origin. Respect is also very important to Fringers. If you have the opportunity to be respectful, shy of a salute, I found that small pleasantries do well to avoid unnecessary conflict. How can we show respect to these... these aberrations? You simply view them as a series of exploitable commodities. If we scare them off or aggravate them too much, we will not be able to get the information we require. We need to hear the accent. We need to be able to talk to these people. I can't be expected to interview them if I'm not even permitted to talk with them. I just drop extra words in your speech here, punk ass. I need to sound like that? Also, try not to use any words that contain more than three syllables or the word fringer. They generally identify themselves based on a gang affiliation or a similar local tie. When is it appropriate to use words like punk? They typically don't use derogatory slang when speaking with someone of importance, but it's fairly common when dealing with comrades. How do I say, explain to me your intergroup social structure? Who's a boss? And who's his boss? And perhaps, you do a night with those guys? Hmm. I'm gonna die. Dr. Kovsky, Officer Jalo, please come with me. We need to outfit you with the dual citizen mark. I can, uh, speak a, a fringe language. That was perfect. So you're point man. What's that entail? It means I'm great at being quiet. And I've got the best eyes in Atreus. Please place your hand into the machine, Dr. Kovsky. This will hurt a little. Ow! Big baby. <sighs> Officer Jalo? See? It wasn't that painful. The swelling should subside in four to six hours. So that's it. I'm officially in Fringer Relations. 
If anyone wants me to bring any messages to your respective family, co-workers, or friends, please record them now, as I will be departing within the hour. Just give you my data pad once I'm done? No, I actually just purchased one of those new Xiao privacy hoods. Just transfer them to me via the shortwave. There's no password or encryption yet. Excellent. Here's a few pre-recorded messages. Don't send the ones marked farewell, though. Unless I... don't come back. I also pre-recorded my message. I didn't do a farewell one, though. I guess it doesn't really matter. I've just got the one file, but it's pretty big. Wow, that was pretty quick. That Xiao, genius. As this was unexpected, I still need to record mine. Is there anywhere more private? You can use the lavatory, Dr. Kofsky. All right, thanks. Command, create audiovisual recording message for family. Starting audiovisual recording of message for family. Hey everyone, Mom, Dad, Luca. Um, I wanted to inform you that I unexpectedly made a great breakthrough in my work. Or at least I will be very soon. Because of this, my department has asked that I rem- Uh, that I- Well, I can't really tell you, but I'll be absent for a few weeks. Or more. This thing that's going on is exciting and terrifying at the same time. I've got a new... thing I'm working on with a new team. They seem interesting and friendly. Yeah, I think I'll like working with them. I will not be able to receive any communications during my research period, so please don't send any messages. I know I haven't seen you in a while, but know that I'm thinking of you. When I return, I'll have a great cause for celebration, and I'd like to take you out to the central city for drinks. My treat. Remember the time we celebrated Victory Day at that bar near Jacob West Park? It'll be like that. Only we won't give Luca quite so much alcohol. (laughs) Well, that's all I can really say at the moment. I just wanted to let you know that I miss you. May the Archon watch over you. All of you. Recording ended. Audiovisual message saved. Command. Send the message to interface Tongs. Message sent to Tongs. Thank you all for your time. I'll be sure these messages reach their intended destination. May the Archon watch over you. Bye, Tongs. So, now what? You're in control of the operation, but I suggest that we use what little time we have improving your fringer speak. That would be useful. Let's do that. Damn it, Jungvist! Put down that pumpkin! I had it first, it's mine. <laughs> Today is still the first day of the fifth month in the year 709. It is nearing 2,700 hours. I met my protective detail today. They seem like an interesting collective. Officer Youngfist is something of a jester, but he and Officer Patel are overall pleasant. Officer Jalo is... determined, and I'm glad she'll be watching over us. Best eyes in Atreus, she says, and little seems to escape her. Investigator Rodriguez is difficult to explain. Unless it pertains to the mission, he finds little need to talk. I feel as though he's the only one who fully understands what we're getting ourselves into. This morning I thought I was waking up to theoretical models, so the gravity of the situation still has yet to impact me. I'm too afraid to admit to everyone that I'm afraid. Investigator Rodriguez told us some horror stories during the briefing, and Officer Jalo brought up a valid concern. How can we even begin to question something so vastly different from anything we've experienced? On a personal note, I feel as though I made a mistake. I squander what may have been my final opportunity to speak to my family. I know that I didn't expect this, but my final recording was... inadequate. 
There's so much more I wish I could have said. It was far too casual. If these records are ever released to the public, Mom, Dad, Luca, sorry about the inadequate message. I love you very much, and we should share meals more often. I, I mean, have dinner more often. <clears throat> sorry, official guy that has to listen to all these logs. These are going to get personal. Thank you for listening to the Liberty Podcast. Episode 2 of Liberty Critical Research was written by Caitlin Statz and co-created and produced by Travis Van Groff. The voice of Dr. Martalokowski was Paul Maya. Mrs. Tongs and Oriella Stolo were Caitlin Statz. Kato Patel was Brian Keller. Decima Jalo was Lauren Griffin. Severus Jungquist was Travis Van Groff. And Gradius Rodriguez was John Carter. The music and sound for this broadcast were recorded and designed by Careless Juja. If you have enjoyed listening to Liberty Critical Research, please rate and review us on iTunes. To support the Liberty Podcast, please visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash libertypodcast. Liberty is a Fool and Scholar production. This production is copyright 2015 by John Dossinger Publishing, and Liberty is a trademark of Travis Van Groff. Thank you for listening, and may the Archon watch over you. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.